Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Lifecraft, a podcast designed to achieve and aid for growth, success, and happiness that we all aspire to. Today's subject is focused upon purpose and prosperity. And it is my great pleasure and honor to have Ms. Sonia DiMello. I hope I pronounce it correctly. Great. <laughs> and uh, I have known her for a while now. And uh, I cannot rave her contribution and her legacy, which she has established to really make a difference to the people whom she has been working with. And to give a brief idea about how immense depth she has put together in this particular space. She has over 23 years of experience and working in supporting the team and individual for helping to create the performance from local to global perspective, leveraging clarity, potential, and business insight and drive teams to value in lives of people. I am truly again honored. Thank you, Sonia, for joining in. Welcome to this podcast. Thank you, Rupak. So excited to be here. So excited. Awesome. That is so wonderful. <laughs> so soon. <laughs> I have to contain my excitement. <laughs> but truly, I think uh, it's been uh, almost four years that uh, we met again. And uh, just uh, knowing that to keep in touch and knowing your journey, how it has progressed and how wonderful things you have done so far. And I would like to make sure that I get a chance or rather you get a chance to share for our listeners because they are definitely going to get benefited in their lives and see how they can get connected to some of your programs. So let's dive in to, Perfect. to the show and uh, let's uh, go, move, move into it straight away. Wonderful. So uh, Sonia, I know you have done lot of things you have multiple programs and as a founder of harvest performance i want to learn or i would like you to share what exactly is the motto behind breathing the life into purpose because that is so wonderful we talk about and we have learned about and i've been hearing that purpose is everything but how do we breathe life into the purpose can, can you please share what exactly is purpose-driven journey and what exactly is involved in it from the perspective of your journey in specific and how it can transform or translate into others? That's a huge question there, Rupak. <laughs> <laughs> so the journey of purpose didn't come to me, right? So I, um, it's interesting how my own journey um like you said like you said you know my own journey juxtaposed with my own purpose it's almost like a a double loop so i i have known my life i won't see career because it started when i was little uh but i can only see it now and looking back there have been you no know, i call them whispers or sparkles of things that wow it, it 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 infused me. I so I call it a spark, 
Uh, I call it, uh, I was lit up. This is, these are the words that I'm using. And for me, that's what it means to breathe life, right? We, we could only do that if we go out of our comfort zone, right? Like, so if I stay on my path and I'm comfortable, then I might not be sparked. Okay? I see something shiny in the distance, let's say, and I'm curious and I take a step towards it then I discover things that I hadn't discovered and might not have discovered if I'd taken a tiny step in that direction, right? So, so that's what I mean by breathing life into your purpose is that nowadays there's just so much information. There's, we're so busy with things, right? And so if we're not aware of these sparks and, and we're not aware within our and, and we're not aware within ourselves, then we miss them completely. <laughs> They're gone, right? And so we have to be aware to say, hmm, what's that? That's interesting. How does it make me feel? So does it spark life? Does it, if, does it breathe life? So, uh, you know, so my book is from 20, um, 2012. So it's, it's officially 11 years old, almost. In the fall, it'll be 11 years old. And... The book um, uses a metaphor of an apple orchard. And so I, I, I like nature. So a lot of my research is about uh, how do I use what we know about nature? How do we use it in our everyday lives, first off, as individuals, and specifically um, with teams and leaders? So breathing life is something that nature does... <laughs> Really? <laughs> so, so how, and, and we have this ability because we're part of nature, but, you know, with technology and society and, and all of these norms, we've lost that ability to have it naturally. We have to work a little bit harder to be connected, call it grounded. You know, how, how can we ground ourselves every day in who we are? in what's important, in what sparks us. And if we can become aware of that, then we, and we know it, we know it. Like right now I have goosebumps. So I know it because he is telling me. Yeah. I think that's a great uh, way to share in terms of both metaphorically and providing the analogy of nature and how our plants around or seeds around how they use the atmosphere, the environment to breathe life into themselves. And then because they naturally grow, right? That's it. And what you said is so true because now I can relate to that we ourselves know, like it is already hidden inside us. That That's what right. We are what we are about. It is just exactly you said, breathing that life that that into that particular core of us what we already have and that can only happen if we stay grounded if you develop more clarity and then that is how i guess uh, you bloom and uh, that is how nature blooms and that is the i believe your main yeah. motto which i'm going to talk about more i would like to get more insight about the book that okay. the apple in an orchard how wonderfully it grows shows up so uh talking and you did mention in your uh what exactly means breathing life into it so let me 
talk about the book itself sure and as you said it is almost 10 11 years old but still it is so current so prominent and in fact it is now more applicable i think that book probably i have a feeling came in little to that time <laughs> because this during this time everything is all about breathing life into purpose be becoming more focused be trying to know who you are what you are here for that is everywhere it is because i think this covid thing has brought people into the restful state little bit from the running and run, living outside instead of con instead of trying to see how they can grow from inside right exactly so having said that i know it's an award winning and uh, being endorsed by ken blanchard whom i know well and he's great into I would say performance oriented work culture and a lot of different aspects. I really respect him. And in fact, you talk about in that book about finding courage, right? To emerge and take the leap. Now, I know I can talk about how you, it really comes together because again, analogy of tree and seed, it has to find courage. It has to take a leap. It has to come out of the soil, right? Yeah. It sprout. So would you like to, know a little more insight about that book how do you connect purpose courage and taking the leap i would be fantastic i love it i love your energy um yeah itself uh you know creating the book in and of itself is a courageous act um and it took me a year so for one year i knew i wanted to write a book uh i had no clue what it was going to be about and all i did was and then uh, I, and then I had a um, business trip to Rome. I was delivering um, some training in Rome and I was inspired. So I had a wonderful, um, uh, you know, really just, I, it sparked a lot of things that trip for me. Uh, and then on the way home, the eight hour flight home uh, from Rome to Montreal, I wrote the book. <laughs> well, that is something. <laughs> in eight hours, it just came out, right? So I took this spark that I had already been in a zone of creativity and energy. And, you know, I love flying for that reason. You know, we're just uh, alone with ourselves and there's just, I love it. It's, I miss that a lot during pandemic, but I'm starting to travel again now. Uh, but yeah, so I wrote the whole book in one. Now that wasn't the final version, but it was the, um, you know, at the time my, I had children, but they're older now, obviously they're 12, they're 12, they're, almost and um i was obsessed with children's books and you know children's not all children's books ones that really are just very special that that are simple they have a very profoundly they're illustrated and um and they're for the parents as much as they are for the children so that's what i wanted to write i wanted to write uh i didn't want to write a, a, a book with theories i really just wanted to write a story so you know, an apple, the story of an apple in an orchard, orchard, and um, her her name is Brave Apple, and she sits on a tree that's a little bit farther out from the orchard, and um, from her tree, she's on a hill, and she can see the orchard, and she, one day, she sees something she hadn't seen before, wow. right, and it was her time, so she took the leap by by breaking free from her branch and rolling down to this magnificent tree that she had seen from her branch 
So, so that's take the leap, really, which is the quote from Ken Blanchard. So he says that, you know, he says, emerging leaders take the leap and grow. And when she gets to this tree that has been um, shining so brightly, vantage point on her old tree, you know, she didn't arrive regretting the past. Oh, I, sh I shouldn't have jumped off the tree. What, the was what was I thinking? You know, I'm cut off from life. I'm, I'm My days are numbered now. Um, she didn't do any of that, right? So as she came to this tree and she's sitting at the base of this magnificent tree, she becomes very quiet, very curious. And in that moment, she sees more, right? She sees that there's there's this amazing um, communication that's happening within the tree. And, and she didn't have that experience on her tree. And, and she, she sees that there's intense collaboration within the trees. And she sees life in this orchard, different side of the orchard she hadn't been part of. And, and she becomes part of Seek and her, her, I mean, it's, it's a surprise ending, but <laughs> no, I, agree. I think let us keep it, keep it there. Uh, just visualizing and absorbing some of the aspects I can totally connect how it applies to each and every individual, especially aspiring individuals, because That's that is right. where uh, it is, it matters the most because Unless the person doesn't have that uh, drive or something inside to achieve greatness or pursue greatness, yeah, uh, it doesn't happen because to cut to get cut off to is not easy. And right. you, yeah. I believe, and yeah, I I think uh, this uh, I can actually remember, frankly speaking, because I have seen that book. Now I remember the story. I read it a long time ago, and it's it has been. Uh, truly changing. Maybe it, it did affect somewhere in my subconscious at some point ah. because I took few leaps in my journey so far there you go. and uh, it does make an impact uh, and you, uh, how uh, in order to achieve something, you do have to take a leap. So but well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, and I just want to add, you know, and that's the interesting part is that Brave Apple did not leave her tree because she want to achieve something great, right? So she wasn't thinking, I want to achieve something great. I want to be brave. She wasn't thinking any of that. It really was just based on curiosity. Curiosity, that's a good and point. And the spark, right? Mm. So, so I see something interesting to me. And you look around, does anybody else see that? No, nobody else sees it. I see it, wow. You know, so I'm, I'm curious. Yes, so that's the courage to emerge as a leader is interesting that I've named it that, but that there's no leadership in her action, right? It was a curious internal that she followed and her, her story becomes legend in the end because um, the, the trees talk about her story. The orchard has her story as a central theme of their own existence. Right. So she breathes life in ways that in her own life uh, was not possible. Right. So so that's the message of the book in that we have to put out our own call. We have to be curious about what's out there for us, because there are things that are there for you. Only, only you <laughs> that no one else can see. And unless we take that step, and that's the courageous part is taking that small step 
to learn what it is that I have to be or do. I think uh, I definitely appreciate that point because you don't have to say that, yes, I want you greatness. I don't, I think that's a good point that if, if you go with that uh, mind, then that means you are, again, you are restricting yourself. You are uh, not allowing yourself to prosper, to grow, to flourish. But exactly. that curiosity, that uh, spark, see how you want to accomplish or how we want to bring it out there. I think that's, that's the key. Yeah, so I have a criteria. So I, I mean, I we're not there yet, but we're close, I think, in that uh, my program from the book is called Take the Leap. I was going to mention that exactly. <laughs> that that was my leading point. Okay, go ahead. Let me, let me put it right away. Okay, go, go, go. So now, book is one thing, but I think this message has to be translated in a way it gets, so that it gets cultured into the people. Uh, and they get and they they start seeing their sparks <laughs> and so how i know you've been doing fantastic programs which you already mentioned take the leap for the leaders for professional for students and in fact to encourage uh, people who just want to take to just create a smaller in spark would really like to uh, would like you to share that how you handle how do you what, what constructs you use to establish those insights as you conduct these programs, especially to develop the team or uh, leaders for high performance, building that insights to uh, help their organization grow, themselves grow. And if it is individual finding thing, life into purpose. So if you can share some, some, yeah. some of the aspects of these programs. Oh, absolutely. It's a beautiful question. Um, so the, the programs themselves, um, the program in 2019, and um, I, in that first year of the program, the action research. So I wanted to learn, you know, who, who would be the best candidate for this kind of a program. Now, as you said, um, I think the, pro, the book came out ahead of its time because when it came out, I think people were, were a bit confused about it. <laughs> um, some people really did embrace it, of course. But um, I think I was confused about it as well. I think it needed this time to, I call it sit and simmer, you know, it, mm. it needed its time to ripen, if we can use analogy <laughs> of apples. Um, and I, and, you know, I think in the past couple of years, like you said, in terms of um, what has happened globally, people are waking up and said, you know what, um, life is short. Uh, we have to do something meaningful, you know, so we are assessing the actions that we are taking every day and we're, we're questioning them. We're saying, is this really what I should be doing with my life, with my every day? Am I contributing meaningfully? Is my potential being used to its fullest, right? And so what I've learned in my experience working with organizations for over 20 years is that <clears throat> for certain, organizations understand the value of developing a vision, right? This is standard. It's global. Anybody I ask, every organization has a vision Absolutely. <laughs> and a mission maybe, and even values, right? Uh, and then, so hundred percent, then I look at the teams. So I ask teams, do you have a vision as a team? 50%. 
more or less, you know. So based on my answers, I get I get 50% of people say yes. Depending on the organization, 25% say yes. And and so yes and no. My team has a list of values and a vision that is aligned to the organizational. Then I go to the individual and I ask, does your organization help you with individual purpose or individual vision or values? What are your values? 100% no. Right? So that's where I see the opportunity. This, it's a gap. So if you're a purpose-driven organization, uh, there's a huge opportunity. So what I've learned is that if we help individuals develop their own purpose, well, not develop it, but discover it. That's the word I use, right? Because we all have one. We just need to discover it um, and breathe life into it, right? So those those are two parts, discovering and breathing life. Um, if we can help individuals do that and we can help teams develop what I call living legacy mm. statements, right? So what's my living legacy? In, in other words, I don't have to wait till this thing is dead. You know, I don't have to wait till the team is dead or the product is dead or I'm dead. I don't have to wait until future to wait and see what people are going to say about me, my legacy. I That's happening today in the moment, in the present. I am building this every minute. Right? I, so, exactly. Go ahead. No, I think, I think uh, that you said it I, uh, and I can totally relate to it that... Maybe at a time ago, legacy yeah. or you leave it behind, behind right. you. I think you have changed that or you're trying to change that paradigm. Exactly. And that it is not about leaving things behind. It is in the moment what you create. Correct. It is a legacy. You build the legacy. You don't leave anything behind. And that is so beautiful what you have shared. Now. Yeah. And uh, truly, truly great. Uh, and that is how you achieve greatness i think that is how you achieve greatness you don't uh, really have to uh, be great after the fact so <laughs> it's today <laughs> it's today it's, it's and today. Uh, our our words our thoughts well it starts with our thoughts our thoughts our words and our actions every minute are being written and observed for ourselves so first of all for ourselves right and this is happening whether you're conscious of it or not. So, so the program, just to come full circle, helps people to figure this out, right? And most people coming in are, I would say, probably confused uh, because there's a lot of voices, right? There's our family, our friends, society, our teachers, you know, what we should do with our lives. But the thing is, it's already hard-coded, right? So the exercises I take people through, whether it's a team or an individual, is to help them determine the code that we have already, which I call the four Ps. And so if we can, if we can figure out our superpowers, our guiding principles, our passions and our purpose, then we take these four things and we develop our living legacy plan. Excellent. And, I think, you know, I work with uh, graduate students. So we just finished a cohort um, of, of PhD and postdoc student. And it has been just amazing to, to watch them reconnect to their purpose. Mm -hmm. They're on, you know, they're doing amazing work in the world, 
but they've lost their way because of society right Absolutely. So how do, and then so regrounding themselves reconnecting to the magic that's inside of them that they've they've they're starting to doubt they start to doubt themselves regrounding them right before they go out into the world and continue to do amazing things i mean they're curing diseases they're you know they're doing amazing work you know so that's my purpose is to help breathe life into their into others purposes right so i'm the catalyst i'm just like in between here to help people go from confusion take that potential and turn it into purpose no i think it's beautifully said uh, and i totally agree that uh, right in the time frame where you are ready to blossom right. if you can what you are doing is instill that clarity there we go awareness and uh, some of the aspect of resilience in uh, in a in a space where they can truly get sparks i think uh, that probably says it all that how purpose potential and leading to prosperity comes all together i think this is so beautiful and wonderful that what you are doing thank you especially for the students because that's something yeah. very rare people yeah. do uh, have programs for leadership and organization but you are doing truly in a in a way which uh, really makes a difference for, again from the book perspective that yeah. after all it is the young generation especially graduating if they can see that spark if they can see the clarity how beautiful the new orchard can grow or their orchard can grow so i think uh, oh for sure i love that rubak <laughs> yes, definitely this is beautiful when i connect all these things so well because that is my purpose meaning exactly. and that is why we are connected because we uh, and i can see so much of understanding or uh, uh, similarities on the, the what you are sharing and that is how i led my life and for me it took 25 years which i have written in my book to to find my purpose my spark and of course then i took the leap i got out of the branch and i can totally see myself yeah. uh, what you talked about in the book so i really appreciate beautiful. thank you so much for your so much beautiful sharing thank you so as a parting thoughts uh, what would you like to share how what any immediate steps person can take of course i, I definitely would like you to share your information to see how they can connect with you to breathe life into their purpose discovering it first but what aspect they can consider to become more clear become more more self aware and uh, become truly true purposeful if you can share few things and some of your details how they can connect with you sure two takeaways for everybody um i i do purpose labs as you mentioned so these are public events that are for free uh and in the last purpose lab i shared two insights. The first one is to take time to reflect. So it's something we don't do. Uh, I have to, I've sort of built it into my own schedule to, to do this in the morning, in the evening, and once a week, I do a weekly reflection. And like, for example, I did my weekly reflection yesterday. And we have a community, we have a take the leap community of all the people who have taken the, the program. And, I, and that's where we do our weekly reflections. And I sit down and I'm thinking, you know, I had a standard 
you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to reflect upon, upon. And I sat down and I looked at my week and I was blown away. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I had an amazing week. My week demonstrates that I am living and working in my purpose. But in the moment previous, I didn't realize what I had done this week. Because you so, did not take the time to you concentrate got it. yourself into that. That's right. Yeah. So I sit, I take a deep breath. I look at my week, you know, in my calendar. I look at my week. Wow. And then I wrote about it. So so reflecting and then share journaling. Um, that's that's the number I think the number one thing we can all do. It's free. <laughs> And I, like I said, I have a morning and an evening reflection and my weekly reflection, I think is very powerful. And I, I try to do that every week. The second one is to find a community. So what I've learned, um, in my four, four years of, of doing the program is that without community, we lose much. So remember I said that there's, um, dis, you know, rediscovering your purpose and then breathing life into it. Those are two parts. So discovering the purpose is the take the leap program and breathing life into it is the take the leap accountability program. So we have two programs uh, because the, you have to be accountable to yourself and it's the community that supports your journey, right? So whether you have, I call it your top three or top five. So top three to five people, who are you bringing on this journey with you? Who can you share the things that are sparking you? And they probably can make connections for you. And this is the sounding board. So find a community, whether it's a group or it's people you choose, individuals. Uh, so important because we, you know, life happens, we're busy, things come in and we lose our, our focus. And so we have a lot of leapsters that have come back and said, yeah, I did the program, it was helpful, but then I, I've lost, I'm back doing all the things I was doing before and I've lost track. Yeah, you need you need a community to keep reminding you, this is important. You have to do this, do it, right? So those are the two things. So a continuous reflection and then a community. Awesome. I think this is a great takeaway for our listeners. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, is it okay for me to share some of your program details Please. and your website? Uh, I, that would be wonderful because a uh, lot of time people, uh, wonder that what exactly this purposeful life how it connects with prosperity and that if that wondrous part is also very important but i think what you provide with the purpose purpose lab i think that would be a great starting point for our listeners who are really interested to make a difference for themselves and for others so i'll definitely share that please and please. thank you so much again uh, for this opportunity to be at, at for this particular podcast and, is, and uh, I'm really honored to sh to uh, listen to the beautiful insight you have shared and I'm sure lis our listeners are going to get greatly benefited as they get come in touch with you. Thank you, Rupak. So thank you again, uh, everyone. And we will met, meet next time with more of this inspirational talk and something which we can grow, succeed and find happiness as we live a purposeful life and prosper as we move along. Thank you so much, Sonia, one more time. Wonderful. Thank you.